Here's one for you. I was looking after the kids today, so I found myself at nearly five o'clock and uh, I haven't made a recording because I've just, you know, I've had two fucking kids under the age of six. Good luck trying to do anything in those kind of circumstances. Herself was away at work and yeah, so I was left holding the fort. Anyway, didn't get a podcast done and I'm sitting down here now going, fuck, what am I going to do this on? And before I did, I uh, I went through some recordings that I'd made. So I have a, I don't know if it's called a dictaphone or a voice recorder, same difference on my phone and I recommend you get one if you don't have one already installed on your phone and the idea is that you're only ever a button press away from recording your thoughts now you may not need this this might be surplus to requirements but I certainly need it because I have a terrible habit of not being able to keep up with myself I don't know if that makes me really smart or really stupid I'm so smart I can't keep up with my own thoughts I'm so smart or sorry I'm so stupid I can't even keep up with my own thoughts it's it's a it's a strange one, but I find the making the voice recordings, it, it's just it's fantastic, because I voice recordings that I've made years ago. Now I do go through them because there's no point in having you know five thousand voice recordings that you're never going to listen to. So what I do every so often is, if I have a couple of hours or half an hour to spare, even I'll sit down with my notebook, I'll go through them and I'll pick out points and jot them down just for who knows they they could become part of a poem that could become part of a book that could become part of a an episode on the podcast or a fucking movie it, it could become part of my memoirs who knows who cares you're just building up a, a body of work essentially i digress when i was going through my recordings i came across one that i'm going to play for you now so bear with us two sex was the invention of the internet and its subsequent ubiquitousness akin to giving keys to the staff. Hopefully you were able to hear that. Um, Was the invention of the internet and its subsequent ubiquitousness akin to giving keys to the staff? I wasn't half stoned when I recorded that. What does that mean? You may be asking yourself. I'm not entirely sure is the the answer. Uh, I have some vague idea of what I was kind of getting at, but I haven't fleshed out my thoughts on it. And it just goes to show the beauty of making those recordings. I had a brainwave and I was like, ooh, that's too good to to forget. Made a recording. Now, a lot of the time, especially if I'm under the influence of whatever drug it is, depending on how intoxicated I am, I would often leave a message and you can hear it in the tone of my voice. I've had an epiphany and this is just the most important thing in the world. But then, you know, the haze ascends and it doesn't really make all that much sense the next day or the next year or whenever it is. But that one in particular, what I want to focus on there is not actually what I said, but how I said it. And when I pressed play and I heard myself whispering, I was like, why the fuck am I whispering? And as I said, why the fuck am I whispering? I remembered why I was whispering. I often make voice recordings in a whispering voice. And it's because I'm afraid herself will hear me. More so than the two kids. The two kids think I'm insane anyway. But I have to try and convince herself um, that, you know, I'm in some way sane. So... I, the last thing I want is for her to be in, you know, blow drying her hair or whitening her eyelids or whatever it is she should be doing. And then from the other room to hear me going something along the lines of, oh, it was the invasion of the Internet and subsequent ubiquitousness akin to the giving keys to the staff. And f- only for her to basically roll her eyes and wonder why she married me. And what I'm getting to hear, or at least what I'm trying to get to hear is, and I've said it a million and one times, this idea of getting out of your own way. It's not to be confused with not doing things that you can't really do. I mean, looking back on my life, I wish I had done a bit of surfing or I wish I had been a race car driver or I wish I had 
done some backpacking, you know, across the world or even in Ireland. But those things, for whatever reason, they weren't really on the cards for me. And a lot of things aren't going to be on your cards and other people's cards because of social reasons, economic reasons, uh, political reasons, maybe fucking geographical reasons. I mean, I do, I haven't done it in a while now, but there was a period there where I was regularly swimming in, in lakes around the country through all kinds of seasons. All four of them. <laughs> but, you know, that, that option isn't available to somebody who lives in a desert. Okay, so there are there's so many things that are going to stop you from doing what you would like to do. Don't let your own fucking thoughts be one of them. Okay, there's going to be 101 million different reasons why you can't do X, Y, and Z. But don't let just negative thinking or... Just don't let thinking be the reason. That, don't don't think yourself out of doing it, basically. I mean, when I look back on... I spent a, a, only a couple of months, truth be told, in college. And uh, I look back on that time. And the thing that always springs to mind when I think of the social aspect of those couple of months was we always went to the same place, drank the same shitty beers, went to the same nightclubs and did the same fucking thing. And to my credit, I did mention it to the, to the guys I was hanging around with at the time. You know, would you not go here? Would you not try this? Or would you not do that? Fucking shot down. Now, I should have done more, to be fair. Like, mentioning it and it being shot down isn't reason enough to to not fulfill your dreams without sounding too grandiose about it. But not to, not to fucking be in control of your own fucking life, leaving it to your friends to decide where you go and what music you end up listening to and all the rest of it. Uh, I got piano lessons as a kid. And it was all scales and, you know, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Look, I wanted to fucking play Oasis or something that I thought was cool. Now, my fucking parents were forking out for lessons. You'd think that they'd want to know I wasn't happy. But in my head, I didn't want to disappoint them, basically. Now, they would have been only too happy to spend to continue spending the same amount of money on something that I actually enjoyed because they would have had the foresight to know I wasn't going to stick out something that I wasn't enjoying. But again, what stopped me there was my fear of what they might think when I said what I had to say. And that's just your own thoughts getting in the way of your life. Another thing that springs to mind is I used to work for a, a, a large company and uh, I was there a couple of months. I'd well settled in. I'd, I'd uh, made a good impression. I'd done far more than was expected of me. So I was on good footing with the company. And I sat through a three and a half hour long board meeting with them. Wasn't really. It was in. It wasn't a board meeting. It was in the boardroom. It was all very official, but it wasn't a, a a board meeting, say. But it was all the senior management and whatever else. And uh, I played my role, and it went on for three and a half hours, whatever else. And when I left, the owner of the company pulled me to one side, and he was like, "Fran, what did you think of of that meeting?" Now it was spearheaded by his daughter, so that played into this. But what I said to him was, I said it. Was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought she was very well spoken, very clear, concise, congruent, articulate, and you know, fair play to her. And as I was talking, I was like, "You don't believe a fucking word of this. She's a fucking stupid bitch, and somebody needs to pull her up on our three and a half hour bullshit meetings." But I didn't, and I regret not doing that. But again. The reason that I didn't do it was because I had some idea of what he had in his head and I was trying to essentially please him. Why, God only knows, because I never did it with any other employer. But anyway, 
another one that springs to mind is when I was at my dad's funeral, I didn't get to see him go down into the ground. I didn't get to see the coffin been lowered because there was a crowd of people at the funeral, obviously. And as the the casket was lowered, everyone kind of crunched in a little. Everyone wanted to have a fucking look. Do you know that kind of way? And I found myself almost at the back of the fucking queue. And I remember thinking to myself, I was only fucking 13, but I remember thinking to myself, I can't say, you know, sorry there, excuse me, you wouldn't let me see me dad be buried, would you? Because I knew, or at least I thought I did, the thought process in my head at the time was, imagine being at a funeral and the child of the man who was being buried asking you to, you know, move out of the way so he could see his dad be put into the ground. The thoughts of that happening to me made me go, do you know what, it's not worth putting somebody through it. I'll just fucking stand here and, you know, what difference does it fucking make anyway? But again, what's common amongst all these examples is I had some idea of what, or I thought I had some idea of what was in other people's heads and I was trying to make... I don't know, I was trying to appease them or I thought maybe their position in the world or in life was more important than mine or I essentially just get I essentially just let thinking get in the way of what I wanted. And as I've just said, enough things will get in the fucking way of you doing what you want and you getting after what you want to achieve in life. Things that you fucking can't do anything about. Maybe it's bad health. Maybe it's bad weather. God knows what it could be. But there is going to be enough hurdles in your life without you putting further hurdles in front of you for no other reason other than your self-sabotaging, essentially. Here's another one for you. Go on Google the number one regret that people in nursing homes have over their lives. You might assume that it was it's regret. Or, <laughs> what's the biggest regret? Oh, their biggest regret is regret. But it's not regretting what they did. It's regretting what they didn't do. And it's the same cross-culturally. It doesn't matter your gender, your fucking sexual preference, creed, colour, geographic, geographical location. None of that matters. They all say the same fucking thing when they're either on their deathbeds or essentially on their deathbeds. They regret not doing the things that they could have done. They're not going to, like, if they grew up in a desert, they're not going to regret not becoming an Olympic swimmer. Do you know? They're not going to regret the things that they actually really couldn't do. They're going to regret, and you're going to regret, the things that you fucking could do. But you didn't. And you didn't because, uh, insert bullshit answer here, basically. So bearing all that in mind, I'm going to make somewhat of an announcement. It's not major news now. We've discussed it with ourselves and all's gravy there, first and foremost. Very important. But uh, I'm going back fighting. 100%. I've made my mind up. Everyone that I know in the know, not everyone, but the majority of people think I'm too old. I'm 36. You know, you're in your prime when you're in your fucking mid to late 20s. But fuck that. I mean, I'm not looking to get a title shot in the UFC, but I 100% want to fight again. And I would have said that to you guys or out loud or even to myself two or three years ago but I got in my own way I got in my own fucking way and I'm sick of it I'm not doing it anymore so this is my way of getting out of my own way and putting my money where my mouth is and 
announcing it as such in the same way like i announced that i was going to do 42 podcasts in 42 odd days and make the most of this fucking lockdown if i hadn't have committed to that there's no fucking way i would have pumped out the content that i have now look it's not going to win me any fucking awards it's not going to make me any money or or any of that not not that that's the fucking point but it's a body of work it's this is what number eight or nine i'm not even sure but it's nine ten fifteen twenty minute podcasts that wouldn't have been recorded until i bit the fucking bullet got out of my own way stopped making fucking excuses and essentially made my life a little bit harder like doing these every day certainly doesn't make my fucking life any easier but it makes it better this idea like I, I used to rhyme this thing off oh anything for an easy life worst content thing you could ever say to yourself or to anybody else ever there's nothing worse than a fucking comfortable life because the most comfortable life you can have is as a paraplegic lying in a bed getting your arse wiped for you that's convenience and comfort to beat the band nobody really wants that now, don't get me wrong, I'm not looking for hardship, I'm not, this isn't an open call for somebody to fucking put in me windows or something. You know, a bit of a bit of peace is, you know, necessary to do anything. And peace with yourself, and peace with your missus, and peace with your kids. But yourself first and foremost, because if you're not at peace with yourself, you're not going to be at peace with anybody else. And on that somewhat philosophical note, I'll chat to you tomorrow. <laughs>